0: This episode of The Instance is brought to you by XIQ Notecast. Notecast is a revolutionary app for podcast listeners. With Notecast, you can subscribe and listen to all your favorite shows, but you can also save portions of your favorite podcasts with automatic transcripts. Try it free for 60 days, no credit card required. Download Notecast for Android or iOS by going to notecast.app. That's notecast.app and sign in using the code frogpants for a free 60-day trial. That's notecast.app and enter the code frogpants when completing your sign up. I'm Ghostcrawler, I am totally off the leash and you are listening to the instance. <laughs> the World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Instance, episode 550. It is the 22nd of February, 19, uh, sorry, 2019. 1902. I had it all backwards. (laughs) Welcome to our little show from 1902. I'm Scott Johnson, Garrett Weinzerpel. What's going on,
1: buddy? Well, uh, it's 1999. I'm listening to Limp Biscuit, the Marshall Mathers LP. Yeah. and the second one's good
0: that first one's americana terrible americana by the offspring okay those are all, but you had two two quality choices in the rear but that first one gonna have to just put my foot down and say uh yeah limp biscuit not what they used to be didn't really hey, hold man, up. don't
1: you know don't don't crap on the on the on the rap rock on the hip hash on the butt rock
0: <laughs> look if i could wear a hat and tell everybody how? Let's see. What's what was their one song everyone liked? Uh, well, they they
1: had Nookie, they had Break Stuff, they had Rollin, they had My Generation. They yeah. had more than one hit, Scott. Don't step to me on
0: get trivia. Okay, and then they had the um, they had that cool uh, uh cover of um, uh, uh, uh who, ah! Mission Impossible theme, no. the Mission Impossible theme no. for Mission Impossible Two. No, although yeah, that was all right. Oh, uh, Faith. <laughs> yeah, Faith. Uh, Michael uh, George Michael has not aged well. <laughs> in my opinion. No, I'm going to just say yeah. it out loud and you can disagree with me if you want, but I don't think Limp Bizkit has aged well at all. <laughs> I'm just saying just uh, of all those three albums you mentioned, those other two still highly listenable and fantastic works. <laughs> First one, not so much.
1: I mean, it depends <clears throat> on your personal sensibilities uh, and, and how much you can remove yourself from the time period to still enjoy. I think the Marshall Mathers LP, because it's uh, pretty offensive by the day's sensibilities, yeah, but uh yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I I, uh, I do still enjoy it, even though I do disagree with the subject matter. <laughs> well, let me just say this. That's true of a lot of rap. It's kind of hard to get around it. But uh, I'll say this about, um, about Eminem, Marshall Mathers, okay? Today, or yesterday, this is a total offshoot topic, guys, and I won't spend much time on it. But the other day, he tweets how mad he is at Netflix for canceling The Punisher, okay? So he says, in all caps, dear Netflix... Y'all are making a huge mistake, canceling the Punisher, some words to that effect. Yours truly, or sincerely, Marshall Mathers, all in caps. And I looked at that and went, oh my gosh, my mother types like Eminem, or rather, Eminem types like my mother. She thinks that the way to get to customer service of Netflix is A, to yell it out on social media of some sort. She'd probably use Netflix. Uh, And B, to do it in all caps. So that was great. That really filled me with warm feelings about probably how old Marshall Mathers is getting.
1: (laughs) I would just like to say, dear
0: Slim, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Yes. I mean, and also, I like The Punisher. I don't think it should be canceled. I'm with him. I don't
1: think it should be either. But uh, as a lot of people have pointed out, I don't think it's really Netflix's call at this point. It doesn't seem like it's not their job. Because they are literally canceling some of their most popular shows
0: yeah no it's not them disney's pulling out that's the deal and somebody i hope explains it to mr m or mr nem <laughs> m and m uh <laughs> anyway uh hey everybody we're here now before we get going too far we got some stuff to talk about there is some uh some wild goings on this week including my lucky day the other day which i'm gonna rub in uh, garrett's face a little bit i hate you i ah, don't hate me love me for what i found so here's the deal uh, people on the show might be interested in this. You may already know about it because a lot of you listen to the, to the morning show that I produce uh, called The Morning Stream. If you don't, you should check it out. It's a good time. Um, but every year for the last, well, this will be our second year, we've been doing a yearly uh, meetup in Las Vegas. And we call it Viva TMS Vegas. And we just go to Vegas and have fun. We have some music. We do a little bar meetup stuff. We do some nerdy things during the day. And this year is special because on the Thursday of that event we're renting the uh a chunk of the um uh esports arena that's there at the luxor ho- hotel it's called hyper x esports and it's in the luxor ho- hotel right like right in the middle of the thing and you may are have the
1: seats built out of
0: old ram cards no i wish i wish also there well, are not there are no uh you, you can't pull the the thing on a on a slot machine in front of your chairs none of that stuff's in there it's just like esports ass esports looking space And if you look it up, you can see a bunch of pictures and you'd be like, oh my gosh, that looks like a professional space. It is. They use it for tournaments and blizzards use it multiple times for Hearthstone and Heroes and Overwatch and so on. We're going to use it for a friendly community-based Overwatch tournament called Overpants. And uh, if you're interested in participating, you can get all the information at vivatmsvegas.com. And uh, you can also hunt it down over at frogpants.com. I kind of made it everywhere. It's on Twitter as well. But you go over there, there's ticket information, there's details about what we're doing. we got a really killer room rate at the Plaza Hotel for anybody who wants to save a little cash there. Um, and if you, even if you're bad at Overwatch, we're encouraging people to sign up for teams. Tell us what your ability range is. We have like 1 to 10, so you can say, well, I'm terrible and I'm a 2. Or you can say, I'm great and I'm a 9. Whatever you want. Uh, it's not meant to be uber competitive, just a fun light good time the winning team all gets medals we're having custom made just for the event it's also a rad challenge coin for this year's swag among some other things so it's really cool and I just figured this audience might be interested uh who maybe don't listen to the morning show so if you're interested in such a thing and you like I don't know hanging out with the community and us uh and other people will be there like Tom Merritt will be there uh Justin Robert Young a whole bunch of familiar faces around the network will be there as well so go check that out vivatmsvegas.com and sign up for your Overwatch team. Also, as a matter of business, Chris Metzen. You might know him from such things as Blizzard. And
1: oh, isn't he the guy that did like One Voice in the Dragon <laughs> Prince? That's that's what he's famous for, right? <laughs> yeah, you
0: know, that's it. Wow, you really got you've nailed it. You've uh, you've 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 really Yeah, I think his, the- <laughs> his star is rising, man. He's gonna he's gonna break it big one day. Gonna go places um yeah well I can tell you one place he's gonna go he's gonna come back on the air with me now how do I know that because he independently of me even got on Twitter the other day and said uh when Scott and I get back together what kinds of things do you want us to talk about so interview's coming but he also wants to get your feedback like what kind of stuff you want to hear from him a lot of you replied with can you tell us what the hell's going on with Blizzard Activision business B- you know, all this? They but that's probably not gonna be Wait, the main topic. What do you what
1: do you really think he's gonna talk about that? You really think he has uh <laughs> it really has a has an idea at this point what's what's going on internally?
0: It doesn't work there anymore, folks. No, and he also didn't have anything to do with that kind of level of management. None, none of that was ever on his plate.
1: <sighs> that, is anyone out there like <clears throat> truly, truly sitting there going or or believing that uh they call Metson up like, hey, uh who should we fire?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't
1: I don't know. Guaranteed, no, I don't think it'll happen when he worked there, and
0: I I definitely don't think it happens now. Garrett is not incorrect in his assumption, and uh that will be the case. So you so if you if you want that out of him, you're not gonna get it. However, if you want to hear whatever else, <clears throat> we're taking your suggestions. And <clears throat> you can reply to his Twitter account. I've been pulling up carpet and my throat is like full of dust and devil particulates. It's terrible. <clears throat> so excuse me today. But anyway, you can answer that thread if you want or you can send us an email or a voicemail, however you want to get to us, and say, well, here's something I'd like to know. I'd like to know what he's doing with his 40K uh, figurine painting that he was super into when he quit. Uh, or how about, what other creative projects is he working on? Or whatever it is, kind of stuff you want to hear out of Metzen's mouth, uh, kind of questions you want me to ask, that sort of thing, you can uh, send us at theinstanceatgmail.com, or you can leave us a I- voicemail at 801 471 Yes, Garrett. I meant to reply and I didn't. So I'll just uh, say here that um, I, I would like
1: to hear him talk about uh, the, the pop culture, well, remix culture that we find ourselves in. like All these yeah. extremely successful pieces of fiction. Um, what the hell was it called? Uh, there's a YouTube video by Nerdwriter called uh, Intertextuality. Oh, uh, no, I've never heard of all that. all about this. Okay. And I found it through Just Right because Just Right is another YouTube channel I really like that did a video on intertextuality. Uh, and it's and it's this concept that uh, Stranger Things, for example, uh, it doesn't hide its influences. It, it brandishes them. It's proud of them and is very clear uh, about what inspired it. And uh, there's so much of that in Blizzard stuff. Sure. And I I have to assume uh, hearing your previous interviews mm-hmm. with Mr. Metzen and realizing that he uh, has very good taste and is a raging fan of things like Avatar The Last Airbender and Korra mm-hmm. and whatnot, that he's he's probably seen Stranger Things and The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, we yeah, have a I lot of,
0: a lot of culture folding in on itself, pop culture that is, uh, to say. Certainly yeah. a guy who's been involved with like I don't know. You look at you look at Warcraft's uh beginning, middle and end and current state, it's very Warhammer inspired and they were even working on a licensed Warhammer game originally and then they pivoted and decided to make their own and they called it Warcraft and they kind of made it theirs in lots of ways and some people are annoyed by that i'm personally impressed by it uh so yeah the kind of mashing up and tweaking and crossing of of streams is interesting and i'll bet he has plenty to say about that that's a great idea garrett i'm gonna ask him those questions thank you thank you hey i'm getting a sore throat right here i can tell you know how you know when you get just like a little Little yes, you, you, thing. It, it's
1: the, let's see, Is that your, that's your left side. Yeah. I have a gland, right? Yeah, my gland right there. That's that's my my tester. If I touch Frick. it and
0: it's sore, I'm about to get horribly sick and I'm going to hate life no, for a while. Oh, I don't want that. My wife gave me this spray. Where'd it go? I'm supposed to be using it. I'll do it after the show. I'm not going to do it on the air.
1: <laughs> uh, also,
0: I'd like to rub something in Garrett's face and all of you who perhaps have been farming this bastard and haven't been able to pick it up. Uh, if you're hanging out in uh, uh, where is this out in uh, Darkshore? And uh, fighting or, or farming a dude named Moxo the Beheader. Moxo. uh, uh For his six six per- 6.18% drop rate of the uh, captured Umber Nightsaber. Well, I've got good news for you. I went out there just doing dailies, uh, world quests, without any intention of actually finding such a thing or hunting for it or farming it. I just killed Moxo and a handful of other mobs. Uh, All in a little uh, swath there, because they all chased me down. And I was like, well, I may as well turn around and fight him. And he dropped the freaking 6% mount. So I just wanted to throw it out there that sometimes just don't try and stuff will just come to you. You know, just walk in, fart around for a while. Oh, what's this? A 6% drop rate on a freaking mount everybody wants? That's interesting. And then ride off on it. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) so Scott. Yeah.
1: My first tune and main, because uh, unlike I feel like most people I talk to who play this game, I stuck with my very first tune for a very long time. Sure, uh, was a night elf. Yeah, got a lot of feelings, a lot of nostalgia wrapped up in uh in my my purple brethren. Sure, uh, you probably love that homeless.
0: zone. You probably love that zone. You probably love those horrible two and a half polygon trees they got there. You probably I love do. those. Yeah, I
1: do. I remember. I remember being on that dock before uh, uh, Deathwing was a dick and messed it up. Yeah. Uh, Fishing, learning how to fish for the first time so that I could feed my (laughs) Nightsaber because it was my hunter pet. Yeah. I was like, oh, shoot, he's unhappy because that used to be a mechanic
0: in this game. Sure. All right. So a little orange frowny face he would have it or a red rooted. Yeah. Yeah. I've got
1: some deep rooted nostalgia for for night elves and for Nightsabers. It was the first mount I ever got. I remember hitting 40 and still being too broke to buy a mount and having to wait until I was like damn near 50 before I had enough gold to get my first mount. Yeah, It was slower than dirt, but damn it. I earned it. Mm-hmm. It was a low poly nightsaber. And I'm sitting here, <laughs> Scott, I'm sitting here in the year 2019 yeah. thinking to myself, boy, these night elves, MB- night elf NPCs that were fighting, have some really sweet upgraded night nightsaber models that they're fighting me on.
0: Yeah. These aren't the old it low sure- poly ones at all, by the way. Yeah, It sure tight. would be
1: nice. It sure would be nice if they just updated all the old nightsaber models so that when I, when I feel that pull and I go back on my old night off hunter and play around that, uh, his mounts look good and it's really important to me. And it sure would be nice if this damn thing would drop.
0: It have sure we, would be nice. Have you been farming it? Have you been out looking for it?
1: No. Oh, no, okay. No, I All just, right. I just really wanted to lay on the ham about how jealous I am that this dropped for you.
0: Well, now it makes sense. Cause when I was out there, um, I killed it. And then I stood there for a while cause I was opening my hot new, thing that I honestly I didn't even know was a thing I sometimes keep track of where this stuff is so when I know I'm out there I'm like oh I should go try that and so I'm effectively farming but this one I didn't even know I had no idea in fact I thought it fell off one of the rando freaking nobodies I didn't know it came off this moxo guy till I looked it up and uh there were other players around and I took a minute as I was looking at it lovingly in my bag ready to right click it and add it to my collection you know all that and uh somebody said like did a slash say, did you get it? And I said, yep. And then I went off, I ran off on him, and I didn't realize what that really meant was, here's a guy who's probably out there slaving away. He's got, you know, five uh, night or uh, five orc kids and his wife at home, just barely making ends meet, having to eat, bark off the tree, you know, can't just can't get it going, can't afford a new mount. And out there every day, Moxo, kill him, Moxo, kill him, Moxo, kill him. And I walked in, one kill, one try, and rode off on it. <laughs> it kind of made me feel weird and evil and hordish. So, uh, yeah. It's very cool. It's an awesome little mount. If you uh, don't know what we're talking about, uh, go look him up. He's the captured Umber Nightsaber. And take that, everybody who wants it. Well, well, congratulations. Thanks. Scott, um, if I could share it you, If I could share it and clone it, I'd give you one. I'd do that. <laughs> Game is, I know you. Game doesn't you. support it. It's not an option. You're a stand-up guy like that.
1: Well. That, that, that would, I mean, I'm, it makes sense that they don't, because that would kill the rarity and the specialness.
0: Of everything. Of It'd be all. the dumbest idea ever yeah. in all of yeah, video why games. Would, why would you do that? Why yeah. would you
1: even put that suggestion out into the world? Hey,
0: Blizzard, don't do it. Let's get into the meat of today's coverage. For example, very soon now. I guess it'll be Tuesday, right? Hold on. Kill, kill Terran, or uh, sorry cool terran and uh zandalari trolls are are they tuesday now i don't have my date in front of me cool
1: terran is my favorite swedish black metal
0: band cool terran yeah they're uh they'll really rock your socks off screamo band among screamo bands check this out uh when this happens if it's tuesday i I may be wrong on that okay no release date yet i thought somebody had said tuesday somewhere that that, that seems it seems early does it The the raid hasn't been out that long, Scott. I know, but I thought they were saying they'd have these earlier. Anyway, where I read this, I don't know. I'm making this up in my head. But I do know this. We now know 100% what's going to land that day. They put out a video. They put out a very descriptive uh, blog post of what's going on. I want to run down a couple of things that I was not aware of that I'm very excited about that I should have known was coming but I hadn't paid any attention to up until now. And that is the racial traits of both of these races. In particular, the Zandablari troll traits are awesome. Uh, check this out. City of Gold. Discover more gold from creatures. Always down to get more gold. Always. Okay? That's a perk. Like any, any other game, like any other RPG, Uh, if you're going through the thing and it's like, oh, this perk lets you uh, pull more gold out of chests when you find them. Always take it. Always. That's me. So this is just a built-in nicety, right? City of Gold. Then you got Embrace the Loa. Beseech a Loa obtaining one of six powerful boons. And you do this... They've shown the locations where they're going to be, but uh, for those who played the Horde campaign, you'll know that out in the wild, some of these uh, there'll be some of these shrines, and you can click them, and they'll give you a little bit of a buff for a while. These are boons that act more like the Skyrim ones, uh, where you'd see those stones, and you'd choose a perk, and then it would be permanently attached to you unless you went and clicked another stone and changed it. That's how these will work. Uh. A what's pronounce that word? Uh, which word is this? This this di- dinosaur word below. Embrace T- the load Pterodactyl. I don't ever say it right. I almost the, I almost the, would have the, said pterodactyls. Oh, yeah. Just think of pterodactyl. Pterodactyl, but with just the de- the toll taken off. Yeah. Why do exactly. we got to put p's and t's in front of stuff? We got a great English language with all kinds of enunciation options. Get the p out of there. Anyway, uh,
1: uh, uh, find an uh, uh, a paleontologist. And talk to them. I know one. I should ask. Uh, I'm terrible. You know why? Because uh, paleontologist <laughs> starts with a P, so they just slap a P in front of everything.
0: Yeah, but nobody calls them paleontologists, do they?
1: No no one under... It's, it's, a lot of people don't know there's actually a P in front of Tyrannosaurus. Shut up. I'm screwing with you.
0: <laughs> you have to be, because I'm like, wait a minute. I've got my whole <laughs> life. Don't tell me that. Yeah, uh, Devilsaur
1: in, in World of Warcraft is a P in front of the P There's a P in front of the P.
0: Padevilsaur? Yeah. P- P- got it
1: a devil sword yeah
0: well uh you get this uh pterodax swoop it summons a pterodax to reduce your falling speed that's pretty cool too because you're in the land of like giant temples where you're always wanting to get off quicker and if you're not a a, um, a mage or have a, a glider or something it sucks so there's that uh and then regeneration or regenerate and is how they say it, regenerating man, regenerating man. That's right, concentrate to heal yourself rapidly over a short time. I love all of those, those are all very self preservation, greedy, uh, racial traits, and I'm into them. I'm just
1: curious about the, the lowest shrines. Um, does that mean next expansion this is essentially a useless, a useless <laughs> perk, or are they gonna have to put lowest shrines in every
0: new zone from here on out? My guess is. You okay? They'll go one of two ways: either they just zap it all together and you don't have it anymore, or they'll make it a thing that you can toggle somewhere in your uh, your racial or in your book or something. You'll be able to say, "Well, whatever active one I want active right now." Kind of like when you set or, your, your your pet stance or whatever. It'd be like that. Last I checked, uh,
1: all of the shrines were located in the Zara lore they are they should give you they should give they should give all zandalari an extra Dazar lore specific hearthstone
0: or a, a, a diablo style portal so you pop it it takes you there just like you go to town in diablo you go change your thing and you click that same portal it's like a one it's like a two-way trip and then you're done it's, it's gone and it's on a cooldown that's what you should do that'd be awesome uh, but who knows? We don't know what they're going to do, t- I guess, until we get there. But to unlock that allied race, you need to reach Exalted with the Zandalari Empire. Earn the achievement Zandalari Forever, or Zandalar Forever. Ever. Uh, complete the following achievements on the continent of Zandalar. The throne of Zuldazar, the Dark Urn, uh, the achievement Tides of Vengeance. And complete the Horde Tides of Vengeance War Campaign. The day is won. <laughs> that, is, that, is, yeah. that is the Dark Heart of Nazmir, oh, what, uh, not the Dark Urn. <laughs> what did I say? Oh, the Dark Urn?
1: <laughs> I did the same thing. I think you went, you, you skipped, line oh, skipped the line. Oh, I skipped the line. Dark Heart
0: of Nazmir <laughs> seeks with the sands and bargain on the blood, the final seal. Yeah, the complete your earned. zones, everybody.
1: Complete your zones.
0: <laughs> also, complete oh. your sentences when you can. <laughs> oh, my Lord. All right. Mechatorks battle uh, plans through the front door and fly out to meet them. Those are all the achievements you have to get. And when you do, you will have access to your Zandalari troll. I wish it was Tuesday, but I guess they haven't given a date.
1: The big thing here is Exalted with Zandalari Empire. If you're not a a, a regular rep grinder
0: like myself, this yeah. is probably your biggest roadblock. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, Yeah. Uh, lately, I've been doing a lot of rep grinding, and um, I was going to make this recommendation after I talked about the herons, but I'm going to do it now. Uh, Wowhead has this great attunement tool. A lot of you probably already know about it. I just don't use it very often because I'm not usually that... I hate rep. I hate grinding for rep. It's always been a thing I've not liked in any version of WoW. Um, But it's a really helpful tool, especially right now, because a lot of the stuff you can't get without that rep. So um, go to wowhead.com slash attunement, and it'll ask you for your realm and your character name, and it will tell you where you are in progress for all of this. Uh, It's awesome. It's a great little tool. So I wanted to give those guys a shout out for that. And it's so easy, freaking bookmark it. It's just great. Anyway, uh, now let's say you wanted to get your you're your, your an alliance player and you want to get your Colteran fat human on, you know, because that's all they are really. There's humans that are all like chubby, right? Oh, it's such a good model, though. You're underselling it. They look awesome. They're just fat pirates, though, at the end of the day. What,
1: what, how is that a bad <laughs> thing? You're just fat pirates. <laughs> Oh, my God. I mean, I don't know. It's the Floridian in me. I've spent my entire life, you know, going and riding Pirates of the Caribbean constantly. Sure. Uh, I couldn't be more excited for this. I
0: like Pirates. I'm not going to complain. This is mostly me kidding around. But you can tell those guys are sitting around eating a lot of chicken wings and, you know, drinking a lot of. There's a lot of sugar in rum. Oh, yeah. yeah, Big time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rum is very sugary, isn't it? (laughs) Uh, The only rum I've ever had was rum flavored chocolate. And those also make me fat, so there's that. Uh, it's, it's delicious. You should get a rum cake. Very tasty. Never had one. How do they do that? They just mix it with rum. It's not alcoholic yes. when you eat it, is it? You can't like get uh, drunk on cake. Yes,
1: oh, you can. You can undercook it slightly where it's really, really moist. Anyways, uh, that should be a racial thing that uh, Colteran's gonna do. They should just conjure <laughs> rum cake.
0: You're making me hungry for cake. Is what you're doing. Um. Anyway, my job is done here. Well done. Reach exalted with the proud more admiralty. All right. I Love saying that. Uh, earn the achievement "A Nation United." Complete the following achievements and quests on the continent of Cultiris: "A Nation United," "Lore Master of Cultiris," and "The Pride of Kul Tiras. Uh Earn the achievement "Tides of Vengeance." Complete the Alliance "Tides of Vengeance" war campaign. "War Marches On," "The Sleeper Agent," "Mischief Managed," and "He Who Walks in the Light." Uh, if you do all that, you too can have your own Cultiran, and they are limited to a certain number of. Um, uh rate uh sorry of classes and i forgot to write those down but they are and i didn't put the link but there's something there is some limit and i forgot what it is on both sides somebody can't each of them can't be somebody i forgot who it is I, scott I, I may have uh used that um that, that wowhead uh
1: tool you just mentioned yeah how's that working for you, you- i'm apparently 0.7 away from unlocking magar orcs and i am, was not aware of it see i know you- I know what I'm finishing
0: this weekend. Yeah, yeah, no, this is a. That's why it's such a cool tool. And that was actually a lot further ahead than I thought because I hate, I hate grind so much that I sort of avoid it. Uh, but well, some of this I'm sucking at. For example, example Zandalari Troll. I'm at forty five point one percent of exalted. I'm not there yet. Um, but um, I've got all the other achievements. Seven. I have almost everything else except for a percentage of grind. Yeah,
1: Zandalari Empire. I'm 75% of the way to Exalted, apparently. That's also closer than I
0: thought, because I have been neglecting my world quests. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Uh <laughs> uh Reputation, the Honor Bound, the Strike of Boralis. Oh, that's on the other side. Hold on. I don't care about them. Um, oh. I'm gonna take it back. My oh, okay. I'm at 96.8% complete of the uh of the war campaign. Which is <laughs> lame (laughs) Uh, so anyway i got a lot of weird little barely there kind of things from this but they also give you dungeon dungeons and raid stuff so uh like what have you completed there all the way up through 120 110 to 120 tells you if you've completed it or reached it it's really cool and i've reached and completed a lot more than i thought i had um because i just lose track of this stuff it's just a lot to keep track of and that's why this tool exists so again wowhead.com slash attunement and no it will not help you with Traveling back in time and being attuned for old raids in the game. I, I think we should get together really late tonight and uh, go run the time walking black temple. That's oh, that's uh, running right now, isn't it? That's a thing. Yeah. What, what, yeah. What's the deal with the um, something going on with Wintergrasp? What's going on with that? That'll be coming back uh, soon as a special battleground. Right, and the and the blues are playing it on a stream sometime here soon. Oh, are they? I yeah. didn't hear about that. I read that somewhere this morning. I don't know where I read it, but apparently that's the thing that's coming as well. I am ecstatic Are about you? wintergrass coming back. Really? Uh me too. I mean, that was the most fun I ever had in PVP, so um uh, will it hm I don't know if they've said, but I wonder if it'll include like you control wintergrass, therefore this boss opened up, therefore there's cool loot and 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 level appropriate, you know. I think it's just basically a battleground at this point. Okay. So but, they're not doing that bit.
1: Uh don't don't quote me on that cuz too late. I, I haven't.
0: Too late. Garrett Wines Earl uh, <laughs> February 22nd, 2019. You heard it here first. Quote. <laughs> I, I mean I, I'm not that I, I'm... That's fine if it's just a battleground but I, I think it would be a lot of fun to to get some... Well even if it was just for um, you know some, some, some decent uh, transmog in there. That'd be cool. You know? And those were fun fights. Tune those up for 120. It'd be fun. They right? were uh they were they were fun. They yeah. were simple yeah. relatively. Yeah, they were kind of just
1: burn them down. They were your, also the models were nothing special. They were your run of the mill uh, Frost Giants. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, it was still it was still fun. They could put something down there. that would be cool. Let's we'll see what they do. Anyway, um oh, I made a very unpopular statement over the weekend. Let's let's just drag this out for a second and beat it with a stick. <laughs> Oh, it, well, I I'm not sure what you are, I'm worried <laughs> I'm very worried about how controversial it may be. I think because I've been playing a lot and I've been going back and watching uh in-game cinematics again just for fun and just kind of soaking in lore and stuff as we get ready for the next phase. Uh I th- and I know this isn't a popular opinion, but I think my favorite character in the game right now is Nathano's bright co- uh caller. I think he's the oh. guy. He's the man.
1: Okay. That's not it's really? a little controversial. controversial
0: people yeah people jumped all over me like what are you talking about he's the worst i can't wait till he dies he's this i hate him he's a piece of garbage oh, i like nathanos a lot um i love him. anything I'm, I'm
1: just i'm just over sylvanas at this point uh i i hate the way they've taken the character i'm i'm straight up bored at this point with her one noteness this entire expansion and i'm just ready to know how this ends i'm 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 so bored with her, but I love Nathanos. Can't well, get enough of
0: it. Well, what if he does a full Brutus and just takes over the the, the throne and becomes the next? Uh...
1: Uh, I vote for him. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> wow. Nathanos for president. Okay. I Nathanos gets shit done. <laughs> Sylvanas just sits on her throne and twirls her mustache. I'm, I'm over it.
0: I think I... I can't believe how much we agree on this. I thought you would give me some resistance on this for some reason. Mm, no. I don't know why no. I thought that. Unless you're going to <laughs>
1: dig Vol'jin up and prop his lifeless corpse back up on the throne. <laughs> uh, yeah, Nathanos, let's do it. Okay, I'm in. I mean, if if if, if I were living in, in Azeroth, yeah. uh, I wouldn't vote for it. It's probably, probably pretty bad for me. But if I'm like,
0: rah-rah, let's win the war... Uh, I vote for Mathanos. Yeah. I just like how dark and twisted he is. I like his weird ass voice. I like his glowy eyes. He's just like, a he's just a pisser. There's just something fun about him. I just really dig him. And dude, seen, know, dude scene, dude has seen some shit. Yeah. But also he's just, I think he's just really well realized and fun to pay attention to. And that's what I'm t- saying. I'm not saying I admire his qualities or anything like that. He's kind of an ass, but it's, it's just the it's how textured and layered he feels to me. He's not one note. He feels complicated. Um, when he's on screen, I get excited when I'm doing something for him or even when he voices a world quest. The dark lady needs us to freaking pick our butts and throw it over the side or whatever. <laughs> I get excited about it because I'm like, yeah, dude, look at you talking to me. You're cool.
1: Anyway. Yeah, I, uh, I, I dig him. If if, if if Like I said, if I lived in Azeroth, I'd, I'd probably vote for Bane. Oh, I would. Bane Bane seems like he would just be a
0: good leader who has everyone's well-being in mind. Yeah, he's a nice guy with a plan, usually. He's a nice guy, I like him. All right, I'm going to quickly show the chat something that we're about to talk about. See if I can get this to work here. Okay, so there's this talk of... Yep, there it is. Oh, I hate websites that want me to do notifications. Uh, Blizzard Watch did a post about... The new Overwatch jerseys, not the ones the players are wearing, but the ones that people pay for. So last year they were pretty rad. If you loved a team, uh, I bought one for my uh, for my son for the Spitfire, I guess it was. Um, If you were a fan, you you were like, sweet, for 90 bucks, I can get a jersey that is a really awesome either version of that jersey or a really great fan jersey or whatever. And they were really nice last year. This year, they, by all accounts, are garbage. And the question is, did the layoffs or any of this stuff happening in Blizzard have any effect on this? It's This may seem a little petty, but I want you guys to look at this. For $90, bucks, you would get a shirt. Look at this one. I, I,
1: want, you, I want you to look at my face uh, in regards to, <laughs> did the layoffs have something to do with this? Because this was my face.
0: Okay, hold on. Wait, let's get Garrett's face. Hold on. I'm, I got the wrong thing running in here for your face. Okay, show me your face. <laughs> I wasn't ready for your face. Uh, that's a good no. face. <laughs> that's absurd. You don't that's think it has anything to do no. with like all the craziness, like five people got laid off that were in charge of making sure these shirts were okay and working with third parties to make them. Cause look at chat. Look at that garbage shirt. That is so bad. 90 bucks. It, it is bad. I'm not, I'm not back. disputing that.
1: No, this probably just looks like, Hey, I found somewhere that'll print them for a lot cheaper. Okay. Go for it. And they didn't quality control it I don't think it was, we got to save some money. Let's, let, let's save. 50 cents a shirt on this cheaper printing price. I don't know. That's obscene. That's just absurd. Yeah, no. I, also, I, I, no way of knowing. I agree, knowing. Like, I, I agree 100%. 100%. I, I, I agree. A, know.
0: on the face of it, it seems like no way. Also, you're right. There's no way of knowing. And besides, I don't think these shirts were purchased the day after the layoffs. I think that this was well in advance going. Uh, who knows? But uh, the point is that uh, it's not good for Blizzard to have. Okay, this is this is really the, the big point. It's not good for Blizzard in the face of those layoffs and the shadow of all of that to have weird little things happen that seem like additional fl- gas on the flames. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying they can control all that perfectly, but to have this roll out and look this bad and be charging 90 bucks a piece and everyone feeling a little tarnished as it is, uh, is not. it's not a good look for, for Blizzard at this stage. That's, that's really the, my takeaway. Uh, I'm with you but
1: I'd also like to add nothing is a good look for blizzard at this stage. They can't seem to do anything right at the moment. Yeah. Um, And, and, and this seems just really tiny in the grand scheme of things. It is. It's very small.
0: Um, It's very small. Yeah. It's a shirt, like the, and every the, one of those the people, out. they should send them back. Get your 90 bucks back, okay? Because Yeah, no,
1: I, I mean, anyone who, who paid $90 for this is like, you, I'm completely on board with you being like, holy crap, I want a refund, because
0: this is garbage. Yeah, last year they were inked. Uh, this year it's uh, heat transfer decals. Those are terrible, which means they flake off, give it one or two washings you your screw. The images peel off. The letters are uneven. Uh, they have weird edges on them. Uh, the generic... Well, heat trans- yeah,
1: that's the... Or, that's the cheap. That's what you get, like when you go to Key West and you buy an
0: offensive shirt yeah. <laughs> that they make for you on the spot. Yeah, <laughs> totally. But for ninety bucks, you should be getting way better than that. So, yeah. A yeah separate no, issue. Just... I would say it's a separate issue. It's a, it's an isolated issue, but it's hard not to see it in the larger picture when something bad happens at Blizzard. Is like, oh my gosh, one more thing, freaking one more thing. What we need out of Blizzard right now is some really positive movement, and that's going to take some time. So don't worry, Overwatch League still going, still hot business, still, you know, still rad for those who are playing and playing a lot. You know, get in there, have some fun. Come out to Vegas and play with me. I'm going to be on a team and doing color commentary when I'm not playing. That's going to be a blast. We have our own little booth and headsets and there's audience space and everything. It's going to be insane and expensive. <laughs> That's why we need people to come and buy tickets. And the tickets aren't very expensive, but it's, uh you know, it's a reason to come hang out with us and have some fun.
1: I think everyone should go watch the GSL right now because it has every pro StarCraft II player you have ever
0: known or cared about in the in code S, and it's amazing. Look at you back on the StarCraft wagon, man. Didn't expect that. How's that? I mean, uh, l- let's talk about the health of StarCraft. How's it all look to you as a guy who used to cover uh, it? From
1: the outside looking in, as, as now a casual fan, um, that is mostly fueled by nostalgia of it being how i got started podcasting yeah um it looks great yeah the, the it's, it's it's bananas like do you remember maru do you remember yeah. back in the day maru being this little kid mm-hmm. you know who who broke into codas he's now like an adult and a god tier player Oh, oh lord banana town yeah. um but but everyone everyone that like all the the korean badasses uh, that you that, that kind of made their rise in Wings of Liberty and, and, and Heart of the Swarm, uh, it, it, that's it. That's the top 32, Code S, right now. It's it's really good. My buddy and I are, are planning to do a Sunday of watching VODs, and we're going to treat it like it's a football event. We're going to make a bunch of snacks,
0: get a bunch of beer, and sit down and watch GSL on the big screen. I can't uh, wait. That sounds great. I would love to do that. But, okay, let me ask you a question here. Uh Did, did the remaster of StarCraft 1 and Brood War I, I had th- I predicted that that thing was going to be a, a resurgence of com- the competitive scene for original StarCraft, which has not never really gone away. But I mean, you know, as a as a prime event, like hey, original StarCraft in 4K means that we can bring this game back. It's it's a sixteen by nine affair now. Uh, blah blah blah. Did that nothing, that didn't really happen, did it? It kind of just not came, that I came know of. Went. I'm really not the person to ask because yeah. um, for me,
1: StarCraft Two is is. Is my game? That's where I got on board. You know, I played brood War back in the day, but very casually. I was completely unaware of the eSport for it. Yeah. Um. So, so for me, it was you know Wings of Liberty. That that's when I f- figured out eSports was a thing. Yeah. Uh. I mean, do you do you remember what happened during Wings of Liberty? Like Twitch was launched. Oh no, during dude! Wings of Liberty.
0: It was a <laughs> it was an enormous formative time. Twenty ten was a big year. Like, yeah, That was huge. No question. It also made my computer overheat that game. <laughs> it was yeah, bad. I, yeah. I know
1: they've done some show, show matches, um, uh, but I, I, don't, I don't know if they've been using it uh, or if they've just stuck with the old brew war. I, I, I can't give you an answer because I don't know.
0: Well, we shall see how it goes. I like, I like when I hear that StarCraft is doing something well.
1: Yeah, and it's on it's on YouTube now. You don't have to, like, back in the day, you had to buy, like, a GSL subscription to watch it on their proprietary uh, video player. It's yeah. it's on YouTube now.
0: Yeah, that felt like that was the AOL of eSports back then. You know what <laughs> Gosh, I mean? you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, like, a, they all they all thought what they would do is they would have, basically, like, a ticketed event. They didn't see what was coming. They didn't they know. They
1: charged you a premium for 720p.
0: Yeah, they didn't know. They didn't it was, know. It was so weird back then. Yeah, they didn't know. We're, here we are st- streaming this dumb show on... <laughs> on 1080p for free hey everybody look where we're, look how far we've come in eight years nine look at years. our talking
1: heads yeah stare at them look at longingly this, look at this visually interesting production
0: <laughs> uh bondle county country whatever his name is says garrett's face that you made earlier in the show needs to be on the youtube thumbnail for this episode i might have to track that uh, dude do, i hit it with some impact font and cut me out and you know write something really controversial on it you'll get a ton of views yeah don't forget to mash that subscribe button like and subscribe. It's your boy, Garrett. See, I got. I know all this lingo. I know what to yeah. say. Yeah, I'm building a new vape rig. It's, <laughs> uh, great. <laughs> great, dude. We we got it all covered. Okay, guys, I hate to just barge right in the middle of this, but we needed a little bit of a break, and I want to talk to you about our friends at XIQ Notecast. Podcasts are a great source of information and entertainment, including this episode of this show. And if you're like me, you can't always remember where you heard something. This happens daily. I get questions about something that happened or was said on a show, and I don't know how to find it. Well, uh, we want to share something revolutionary with you. Recently, we've been using NoteCast by EXIQ, or XIQ is how you pronounce it, which is available on both iOS and Android. Bit of a game changer. You can use it to subscribe and listen to all your favorite podcasts, but you can also use it to save portions of the podcast where you want and even automatically generates a transcript of that for you all you do is tap the note button on the play screen or you can just pause the podcast and say save that you can actually say this into your phone and again doesn't matter android ios doesn't matter notecast app will save the last 30 seconds of what you heard it's kind of like game saving you know like uh what's that thing nvidia does when you get the last minute of play or whatever like that. So you can go back and listen later and it will also store a transcript as a digital note. There's also an option to have it emailed to you if you'd like. I think this app's really cool. I'm super impressed with it. Uh, I think you will be as well. So whether it's just a great conversation, a story, a joke, a tip, a recipe, whatever, Notecast will help you retain information like never before. It's an absolute must-have podcast app and the perfect cure for in one ear and out the other. Uh, You can download Notecast for iOS and Android by going to notecast.app or you can search for them in their stores. And uh, we've got a special offer for our listeners. Try it for free for 60 days. No credit card required. Just enter the code FROGPANTS when completing your sign-up. Again, that's notecast.app and use the code FROGPANTS to try it for free. All right, uh, let's talk about the rest of Blizzard. Other things have been going on. I have a theory. This is very controversial or very conspiratorial of me, but I think those resistance skins from uh, Heroes of the Storm are, uh, are a quiet resistance from the dev team. Mm. I'm going to make the face again, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making the judging face. <laughs> <coughs> I'm sure that I've made that up in my own head, but I like the idea I mean, I- that that happens to be the skin pack, and it's called the resistance skin pack during a time of... Great woe is us for, for Heroes of the Storm. So, I don't know. It's fun to think about, but you're probably right. It's
1: probably I mean, right. if you want to have a, a, a conversation about how every time I read a letter from K.O. Milker, I feel like it's just got the ever-so-subtlest middle finger to oh, yeah, um, Blizzard no, leadership. He sneaks
0: him in there, dude, because he's a really yeah. nice guy, and he's not one to throw you the bird directly, but he'll put, your, he'll put a little subtle... Maybe he doesn't even know he's doing it. It's just like subconscious, so, like, a <laughs> couple of birds in there going... <laughs>
1: The best comparison i can make and i'm gonna i'm gonna f up the quote so you should go turn on the last jedi commentary and watch it for yourself but in the last jedi commentary somewhere in there there's there's ryan johnson during the 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 mary poppins leia scene going kathleen kennedy really wanted this (laughs) (laughs) where i'm just like that is the subtlest throw kathleen kennedy under the bus about the worst scene in a controversial film Out there, it was very very uh, Poppins. That's time. how I feel about a uh, kale Milker's style of uh, of uh, kind of sticking it, sticking it to the Brack Man. Yeah,
0: the shade is thrown so lightly that you almost don't notice the change in light. It's just a little yeah, shade. Yeah,
1: so I'm I'm with you there. Yeah. I think I think the heroes team, you know, they're a passionate group that believes in what they're making, and I cannot imagine this. It's been easy. This has been an easy, you know, three months for them.
0: Well, certainly not. I can't, uh, for anybody. As for the skins themselves, I'm sure they were in
1: the works long before this, and it
0: just so happened to uh, to line up. Yeah. Uh, Deckard Payne is an amazing skin set. People should check that out if you're still playing Heroes. Uh, Hearthstone developers took to Twitter and asked people what they want to see come back to the game. Would you explain or parse what they mean by that, and what could it uh, pretend for the game? Because I don't know what they mean by that. They just mean old cards? They mean old mechanics? It's, like, What do they mean? Again
1: it's it's this because of the state that blizzard is in this is landing weirdly people are going to i think blow it out of more proportion than it needs to be mm-hmm. I see this as a good thing I like I like seeing that, uh, that 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 team 5 is out there asking like hey what do you want Hearthstone to be Yeah uh, because it is it has stagnated uh, to be completely honest we're going to get our three expansions we're going to get brawls we know that we need I think a lot of us uh, veteran players are ready for something new um, and, w- and we're just not getting it. And uh, I mean, to me, I just t- kind of ties in with that survey that was that was bouncing around uh, in January, um, you know, that was asking <laughs> like people were freaking out. Uh, YouTube videos were going up all over the place because one of the questions in the survey was, how interested would you be in Hearthstone if it didn't have an eSport? Oh, really? Uh, but it had all these other questions that felt like a, a needy, significant other. It was like, do you still like me? Do you still spend money on me? Like, it had questions like that as well. Yeah. I can't remember off the top of my head, but that was the, the way. That was the anecdote I was using on Angry Chicken.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: So I think they're just trying to figure out where to focus their efforts. Mm-hmm. That's the vibe I'm getting. Uh. But I see it as a really positive thing because there's a lot of stuff I'd like to see added to the game, and a lot of the responses I saw to this to to Ixar's tweet, uh. I like Very few was I like, oh, that's insane. That's a terrible idea. I wouldn't want to see that. Everything, I was like,
0: yeah, I'd be stoked if that got edited the yeah. game. Yeah, no, that's cool. I mean, them reaching out for feedback certainly isn't anything new, but again, it's just always in the shadow of what came a week and a half ago that everybody puts you know frames this in. The chat room says, uh, Kilmanoc1285 says, it's in good faith, but it comes off as Team 5 being desperate. You agree with that? Not desperate, but I think desperate's not the word. It comes off as just...
1: Yeah, to a certain degree. I mean, I I I don't know. Like, it's I, I want I want them to be open to feedback and want them to listen. Time, to yeah. Because of where we are right now, like like take Blizzard out of the mix. Forget all the stuff that just happened with Blizzard. Apex Legends just came out of nowhere and it just works and it's amazing. So there's also that, you know, that Henry Ford quote. It's just like, I don't ask me what I want. Just give me something good. Yeah. surprise me just release something it's amazing it's not buggy and and just just
0: surprise me at this point that game is a that's a good example of that in action yeah
1: and 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 seeing how many replies there are it's hard not to have that feeling because it's just like there's just so many there's so many replies i mean you do notice themes or 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 patterns obviously
0: there's a fair number of people (laughs) uh jumping over to magic arena um,
1: yeah, well, it has, it has a lot of formats, which is what I've been asking for since the beginning of Hearthstone. When I got into the beta, I was stoked. I'm like, oh my god, there, there's so much potential. This is a solid card game. I can't right. wait for Sealed. I can't wait for Draft. I can't wait for all these other, you know, the, the, you know like a uh, two-headed giant. Like, I was hoping for 2v2 two v two V2 in Hearthstone would be really cool. Oh, yeah. and uh, Oh, man. We never even heard, like, a whisper of a new format. Like, there's nothing. Yeah. They, they launched with, with Constructed and Arena. And eventually they added Tavern Brawl, which is not that different, really. I mean, you get weird spins, but it's still kind of bound by the confines of Hearthstone. I know how you love, quote-unquote, brawls in these video games. They're like your favorite. Oh, yeah. I, I, it's not for me, and... uh yeah. Now that I've gotten to know uh, multiple devs on the brawl team, I feel bad crapping on
0: it, <laughs> but it's just not my jam. Well, it's not them. I mean, in Heroes, you always hate those brawls. You don't like them. Um, you like the. I just you, never. I just never played them. I were, think I played a, like two Heroes brawls. But that's it's enough to I, know, right? You, you don't come to that game for weird offshoot, janky rules. You go to that no, game for I've the game. I've never
1: been a custom map guy. Right, Ever. right, right,
0: right. Not in Warcraft 3, not
1: in Dota 2, except for auto chess. It is, But it's, it's, I just want to play auto Chess, and that's the only way I can. Sure. Uh,
0: that game will exist in some other a, form. So. Yeah, I've never been a custom map guy. I'll tell you what. When I played uh, back in my Unreal Tournament days, the facing... What was it called? Two-Face? Whatever it was. The facing... There were basically two towers on a floating rock in space with a big chunk of land in between it. And it was Capture the Flag... And you would turn on two modifiers. You would turn on low gravity and you would turn on instagib, which was just this, the, the, the um, what do you call those guns that just shoot a fast laser? What's that called? Uh, rail gun. Oh, rail gun? Uh, yeah, it's basically. Well, a, a rail
1: gun is a, is a fast projectile.
0: Yes, but it's just like, a, you know, like a shot or whatever. And if you got hit, yeah. you're dead. It's just you would explode into guts. Which G- was the Gib. Instagib thing, yeah. So Instagib yeah, was Instagib. on, and then you would have low gravity. And that was the only time that I really liked that kind of thing. That sort of, let's play with the rules and dork it up and then go have some crazy yeah. fun. Like there, You there know, now you're reminding some...
1: me. So my, I guess my statement is not entirely true because I did play the
0: crap out of Half-Life mods. Oh, yeah, Like of custom yeah. Half-Life mods. Well, like, because it's and... new and you were fiddling around and, you know, yeah. it's not the same, right. though, as you saying, you know, like if, <laughs> what's what's it like? Uh, we're just in such a different world now, and we're kind of over it. We want really well-crafted experiences in games, whether that's the gameplay loop or the game itself or whatever. Well, I, I still know I still know plenty of people who love custom maps. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: how, how else would we have discovered Auto Chess if people weren't in there playing custom games? Well, you're right.
0: It's totally true. So and, it's, and it's, it's,
1: it's definitely still a thing. Um, you know, I don't think it has... It doesn't feel the same to you and I, who... A little older, obviously you you've you've been you've been around for a piece of game even longer than I have. Sure, but uh, you know, it, it was different in the late '90s and the early 2000s.
0: I, I agree. When I was playing Quake in '96 or whatever, and we started getting mods. I mean, we were all in on that idea. It was like, and not only that, the mods turned into games. Like the very first time I played Team Fortress was a mod for Quake One, and it was amazing. And I thought, oh, this is this is going to go someplace. And sure enough, it it went places. Same thing goes for. Uh, Capture the Flag itself was originally a Quake mod. It was not was unheard of and now is like a, a mainstay. I, I honestly think that, well, we know there'd be no MOBAs without Warcraft 3 and its modability. It's the one thing I wish Blizzard was building into their games more, and maybe whatever they're working on now can go further in this direction. Probably not if it's mobile-focused, but it'd be great if they embraced the mod space a little harder, not just with StarCraft, but with, you know, I wish Diablo was moddable. That would have added so much lifespan to that game, more than it already has. And it already has a long lifespan. So yeah, uh,
1: heroes should have let us make the skins. Just do the Dota model. Yeah. Like, Why have they all locked? Here I agree. some map
0: building tools. I agree. And let me sell hats. That's what I want to
1: do. Yeah, it's built in the
0: StarCraft engine. I know you have map tools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys know what you're doing. Um, all right. Overwatch League is in full spin. We mentioned that earlier. And that Paris map is out. So uh, if you want to get your French on, go in there and... Uh, Give that a try. You know, get your French on. Uh, 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 Chew on a baguette while you're playing it for the full experience. That sounds all right. Hear ye, hear ye. Why, it's the Town Crier. (laughs) It is the Town Crier indeed. It is where we read your emails. I'm going to read two of them today because why not? Uh, One's very short. Got one from Robert. Oh, by the way, you send these to theinstanceatgmail.com. You can also leave us voicemails at 801 if you'd like those to be played on the show. Make them kind of short, though, like a minute or less. If they're longer than that, they, they usually won't make it. Got one from Robert who says, Hi, guys, listening to episode 546. Please do more cinematic recaps. That was amazing, Robert. Now, what he's referring to was my terrible telling <laughs> of in-game cinematics that were presented just uh, uh, fine by Blizzard yeah um,
1: okay so like there's a shot of these giant bells and they're ringing and you're like oh it's church and then surprise <laughs> uh, it's this uh, human city called Lordaeron and uh, you see these giant shoulders and you're like oh it's Johnny Bravo no it's not it's actually uh, it's it's Prince Arthas yeah. uh, but he doesn't have his broad- blonde hair anymore he's all edgelord uh, freaking. he's been listening to it's cradle of fills with his white hair yeah he's got all these skulls all over and he's he's walking and people are just throwing roses at him and you're like man like when doves cry I should be playing right now but it's not <laughs> it's this epic uh, orchestral score yeah uh and uh like you, you get a close-up on his on his hands and as you're know, looking at his sausage fingers as one of the petals like lands on his hands mm. and, it, and, it,
0: and it wilts as it touches his. he did have sausagey ass fingers that is yeah, so true yeah
1: and and it's at this point that you start wondering why are these people still cheering? They should really mm. probably be concerned. You know, their their blonde beautiful prince has just shown up looking half dead, uh, yeah. wearing the skulls of his enemies. Yeah. Um. Later on, we find out it was made from serenite and it's not actually you know it was just it was more of an aesthetic thing. But anyway, then you know there's a, you know zoom in on two giant doors. They get thrown open pretty pretty violently, and again. The, the, the king's just sitting on a throne. He seems happy to see his son. You're like, you should be concerned. You, this is your child, and, and he he left looking like a Disney character, and he just showed up looking like he came out of a freaking Guar concert. <laughs> and yet he's like, hey, what's up, my son? And then you know, this, the, the artist just walks up and he just stabs his dad.
0: Yeah. See, and I think uh, I think your telling is really accurate. Like, I think you're nailing it. My <laughs> approach was more like ah sylvanas did something i don't know what like that's kind of the essence of my thing so so garrett is really good at the retelling i think i'm terrible at it but if that's what the people want fine next time they you put ask out, me to redo
1: like i don't, I don't know, know uh
0: any of the others <laughs> i'd probably
1: struggle with it.
0: <laughs> yeah like uh uh what happened recently uh uh the oh uh, nathanos and uh some one-eyed orc am i supposed to know her name Who's the one-eyed, the one-eyed orc? One-eyed orc? Yeah, it's a lady. She's always hanging oh. out with the Thanos.
1: Oh, you're talking about, yeah, the, the terror of Darkshore with the, with the, the Malfurion actually yeah, being yeah, a yeah. badass. Yeah,
0: she comes in there with him, and they see a groveling uh, a little uh, troll guy who's going, uh, Bwamsamdi, don't take me now. Leave me here. Don't take me now, he says. And then,
1: and then they go out
0: into <laughs> the woods, and they go, ah, remember when we were... Ta- oh, that thing's screwed up, by the way, because when they're describing them moving product... Basically, to the the or moving uh, supplies for the war effort, he says, "Hurry up! We don't want to do this. Uh, we don't want to be. or No, we we need to be there before dark." But the scene is it's dead dark. It's night. Either that troll's an idiot, or they screwed up on the team. But anyway, they get out there, and he goes, "Ah, let's get it. Let's do it before dark." And then all of a sudden, rah! Bear comes, and the bear says, "Tell her we're coming for her." <laughs> And then they run off, and then Nathanos is pissed. Oh, and then the owl comes, and you and at first you think the owl might be Sylvanas, but no, it's her shitty owl. She shoots at you in Heroes of the Storm. Oh, you mean Tyrande? The, yeah, Tyrande <laughs> is what I meant. Tyrande and, and her husband are standing there looking all like they just had sex, and they're f- thrilled about it. Anyway, so there you go. There's my retelling of that one. Uh, <laughs> mine are very short. <laughs> Let's, let's uh, uh
1: like in the shot of Melchior and toronto standing next to each other as an after sex oh it's like a little
0: afterglow they look all like uh oh uh, that's terrible i just uh, I'm, gonna, I'm doing the face again scott just had sex and it <laughs> felt so good remember that song was, uh, lonely island is going
1: yeah. on their first tour ever
0: first really i thought they yeah. already did a bunch of that that's cool they're doing a tour i would i would enjoy that tour I would I would go see that as yeah, well. Except I
1: like now it. I would just be like, uh, "Do Jake Peralta from Brooklyn Nine 9 Yeah, do Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> I I struggle to remember your real name now because I've watched so many episodes of that show. <laughs> All
0: right, here's what we'll do, chat room. Next week, have one in mind, like uh, one of the cinematics from some history and wow. And next week, I'll, I'll I will try to, from my memory, do a retelling of it. So you could say, I don't know, uh, the one where. It could be the one for Warlords, like the opening Warlords thing. I don't remember hardly shit about that. I would love to talk about that. All right. Hey, look at this email from Harry who wrote in and says, Good morning. I love your show and have been listening for almost a year now, which indirectly got me hooked on your other podcasts individually. As you mentioned on your last episode of The Instance, I agree. Grumpy Patrick is priceless. Anyway, getting to my point, uh, you all seem to agree that Cataclysm sucks. I actually don't. I enjoy Cataclysm. Uh, but Patrick is pretty sure it is. I don't think you liked it either. I right. think Cataclysm has aged
1: surprisingly well. Like some of those zones are
0: rad. Yeah, they're pretty neat. Also, um, but I, I also Cataclysm- think the 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 Deathwing fight is still one of my favorite creative oh, yeah. raids ever. It was awesome. It it's really good.
1: Yeah. Catacly- I, man, Cataclysm. Yeah, I, I just think it's aged better in my mind. Uh, at the time, though, I, I I didn't love it too much. But it it came after Lich King. Like it, it had such a such a huge expansion void to fill like it was in lich King's shadows and i think that's exactly what's happening right now with bfa like i don't think it's that bad it's just it came after legion which is probably the best expansion this game has ever had
0: yeah it's a very hard act to follow i think that is absolutely where we're at in this in this transition and we will probably this is going to sound like heresy to some of your ears but we will probably some years from now look back and go well, yeah, I like that about BFA. That was cool that they did this thing. Or I like where the story went. Or we're, you know, we're gonna have nice things to say, just like we always do about the expansions that have issues we don't like. We all do it with. Uh, we we're all worried about Pandas, and now I know you and I, anyway, really think fondly of our time in Pandaria. I would still say it's one of the best things I ever did in this game, and I don't want Warcraft without it. Like it's.
1: I'm trying to think of a, of a music analogy of like a really good band, and then they were followed up by also a good band, but not as good as the other band yeah or even
0: albums from that same band like a band will put out something
1: so you go back in time and you're you you just watch the clash perform and then like 1994 era green day comes out and you're like well i like them but they're not the clash
0: yeah no that's a good (laughs) point that's a good point or if you're a green day kid and that's your first exposure then you hear some 41 two years later and you're like that they're not as good as that's the same idea so for me it's like this uh Beastie Boys put out License to Ill in the late 80s. I was absorbed. Loved it. Couldn't get enough of it. Had it on repeat. Wore multiple tapes out and had it on CD as well later. Loved it. License to Ill. Great stuff. Except for that Fight for Your Right to Party is a stupid song. But anyway, whatever. It was great. And then their follow-up album is Paul's Boutique. Now, Paul's Boutique turns out to be one of the best hip-hop albums of all time, in my opinion. But at the time, it threw everybody for a loop because it was very different. It was more like what they wanted to make. It was less mainstream. It was more true to what the Beastie Boys would become over time. But nobody recognized it for that at first. And it got panned and it sold like crap and it was no good for anybody. But now we all look back and go, ooh, Paul's Boutique. Ooh, that is a hell of an album. Oh, so good, so good. It kind of is that with wow. Like it just is. Like Cataclysm, we had our issues. But I look back and I go, oh, yeah, but dude that final raid and the stuff they started doing with the, with cinematics during raid content, like that was all new and like some really cool stuff and the world needed redoing and, and they did a great job of redoing stuff and like we could fly in those zones now and all of that stuff got improved and, you know, we think about that stuff fondly, same thing. Pandaria, rad expansion. We thought at the time, oh no pandas. Even Warlords of Draenor, which I still think is their weakest effort yet. There's still things I love about it. The music, I think, I think, is the best they've ever done. I, that can be argued. But there are other aspects to Warlords, I think, that I look back on now and go, oh, yeah, remember when we did that thing with that world boss? It was, like, first time they tried that. Like, there are moments to be happy about. And I think that the, case of, uh, the same case is going to be made for BFA some, some years down the road welcome to I, the uh, I don't have much uh much fondness for warlords is my, <laughs> my only follow-up to that well i mean it is their weakest point no question like yeah. i think i think there's enough time has passed that we can still say that too without you know we can we it's hard to rose tint that expansion expansion too much and part of what makes it seem worse is that legion its follow-up was so amazing yeah. um i mean legion was yes uh, yeah worst. i got i got nothing to add other than uh two 2000-
1: thousand warning was a uh, amazing album by green day and y'all didn't give it the respect it deserved
0: but you couldn't get enough big pimping yeah big pimping <laughs> <laughs> i had enough of big pimping it's fine <laughs> uh thank you harry for the email oh uh, wait i didn't read his yet did i oh no i did i just didn't finish it Yeah. he says i am uh i'm not team Deathwing or anything but i feel like it was the first major attempt at wow trying something new I would love to hear your feedback. Also, thanks to you guys for your great individual shows as well. And Garrett, I'm a wow cocktail car dog fan myself. uh, So your show definitely has a target audience in me. (laughs) Thanks again, Harry. Well, there you go.
1: So my my solo show, R2T2, has become this just uh, cornucopia of topics. Yeah, it's everything. Yeah, There's no limits.
0: It can be whatever. It could be uh, genital warts coming up next on R2T2. Look forward Uh, to it. That would, no. Oh, not that? Okay. Uh, No, not that. Uh, cracked and bleeding nipples. That's next on R 2 No, not. That might actually be a concern for our poor nursing chihuahua right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, my daughter. Has Turns out when points. you only have
1: one puppy, uh, that puppy eats a lot.
0: Yeah, they take the whole uh, and they get all the teats. They get every teat. You got six of them there. Pick one. <laughs> pick one, kid.
1: It'd be like if you just ate at the buffet. <laughs> yeah. You pick up the ribs, you eat the ribs. You move over one. Oh. Oh, there's burgers here. You eat a burger, you move to the next, you just stand at the fan and
0: eat. Oh, that sounds really good right now. I want a burger. That's what I'm doing for lunch. All right, uh, we're going to cut out of here. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, My house is going to be full of people putting floors in uh, right about now. So this is a good good time to end the show. We won't hear a bunch of hammering sounds, which you're probably going to get real bad real quick. Uh, Thank you all for being here and listening. Of course, uh, as we mentioned a lot on the show, we have a lot of other stuff going on, other shows and things you can catch while you're not listening to the instance garrett why don't you tell people where they can go to get yours oh it's all over the place
1: amovie.tv is the catch all for all of it uh kyle and i have launched a new podcast it is called enter the apex not into i know you're all thinking oh like what's the time with with into the nexus it's Enter the apex because eta is such a cooler acronym than ita
0: oh ita is i meant i heard this yesterday from kyle when we were playing heroes and he or wednesday and he said you said this and i went oh, that's that's why you do it. It doesn't even matter if it yeah. makes sense or not. That's a perfect little yeah. acronym. Yeah.
1: Enter the Apex. It is now everywhere podcasts can be found. We're currently number three on video games podcasts on iTunes. Thank you for the subscriptions, everybody. Mm. Uh, keep them coming. And go to youtube.com slash Garrett and Kyle because we're, we're cutting the podcast up into bite-sized segments and actually editing them to be visually interesting uh, over there. And oh. we had Trixler on the most recent episode, so go listen to it.
0: Oh, that's great. Yeah, we... Uh Rickson wanted to come on here, we should do that. That would be a fun little threesome on the show.
1: Uh, you, for, you know
0: what? I'm not even going to say that sounded
1: bad. Yes, that would be fun. It sounded, would be a rad threesome. Let's it did do it.
0: Sad, but it did sound bad, but everyone likes a rad threesome. That's been my experience. All right, well, great. That's uh, AMove.tv for all of that, everybody. So go check that out. And uh, for everything I'm up to, you can check it out at frogpants.com. As always, and there are more great shows just like this one, so I would recommend it. Uh, we'll be back next time with more fine content. Uh, love to get your voicemails in the meantime, 801 471 Or again, you can leave us an email, theinstancegmail.com. Find us at theinstance.net, on Twitter, at Scott Johnson, at Instance Show, and at Garrett Art. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.